You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. All right, welcome back to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Today's topic is Rip the Roof Off. Let us pray. Father in heaven, as I go to your word, I pray that you would please be with me. Draw near and that your word may go forth with power, conviction, and clarity. I pray, Father, that a special blessing is in store for those who hear your word today. So touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. We're going to look at the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. For the most part, verse 1 to 12, but there may be some verses skipped out in between there. But nonetheless, follow me as we go to this amazing journey. So we're starting from verse 1. When he entered again into Capernaum after some days, this is the son of the Most High, Yeshua. It was heard that he was in the house. Which house? It didn't say whose house, I do not know, but he was in the house, a healer was in the house, not a healer, the healer was in the house. Immediately, many were gathered together. Whenever Yeshua is around, news spread like wildfire, so that there was no more room, not even around the door, and he spoke the word to them. You see, Yeshua was a celebrity. He had superstar status. He was always on the move for his father and had visited Capernaum some days before and had now returned. You see, whenever he returns to a location, it's for a particular reason. Now, the people pressed into the area and blocked up the door so that they could not have access to him. Sometimes when you want to get to Yeshua, people and circumstances come in your way. Family and friends block you from making a decision to follow Yeshua. You have to get around them and find your way to the master and do whatever it takes. And verse 3 says, verse 3, follow me. Verse 3 says, four people came carrying a paralytic to him. In other words, a crippled person. It doesn't say how long he was crippled or if he was crippled from birth or if it was an accident or otherwise. But the scripture said he was a cripple. And as a matter of fact, he was not only a cripple, but he was a cripple with great amazing faith and he sought the healer. The faith of the friends of the paralytic in bringing him to Yeshua was a strong faith. They firmly believed that Yeshua Hamashiach could both heal him. A strong faith regards no obstacles. Listen to me carefully. In pressing after the Savior, it was a humble faith that brought him to the Savior, the healer, the great physician, an active faith it was. These men came carrying him like an ambulance, two at the head and two at the foot. Maybe they shouted, make way, make way. But no one made way. But did they give up? No, they did not give up. They persevered. Many of us have friends who will not be there for us when we are sick. But when death comes, they are the pal bearers and they shed the longest crocodile tears when they are carrying the casket. Then it is too late to show commitment. Am I talking truth here? 
Will they carry you when you are sick? Many so-called friends disappear on their friends when they need them the most. Some are faithless and will leave you in your mess to fight all alone. But these four friends persevered. They could have dropped him off and left him there as some do with their family and friends when they drop them off to the hospital or the old people's home and they leave them there. They could have left him there, but these were true friends, genuine friends, who not only stayed, but figured out a plan of action when they saw the crowd. They brainstormed, their problem solved, they persevered, they attacked the problem head on, they put their muscles to work, pulling and pushing their friends up to the roof, who needed healing, spiritually and physically. My brothers and my sisters, do you have friends who will bring you to the master? Or do you have friends who will come between you and the master? Who are your friends? Get to know your friends today if you will have them with you when you are sick. Let's look at verse 4. When they could not come near to him for the crowd, they removed the roof where he was. When they had broken it up, they let down the mat that had the paralytic who was lying on it. They uncovered the roof. In other words, literally, they ripped the roof off and let him down to the tiling. The house was not theirs, but the roof was a barrier. Follow me closely and listen to me carefully. The house was not theirs, but the roof was a barrier. I wonder what would happen if today someone was to do that to your roof. Criminal damage to property? But this was more than just a damaged roof. This was salvation and faith at work. This unusual method of reaching Yeshua was the desperate suggestion of the paralytic himself. Who feared that, though now so close to Yeshua, he might yet lose his opportunity? We would sometimes have one opportunity to come in contact with Yeshua, and we have to make use of it, or it might be our only time. The roof was a necessary barrier for the elements for the owner of the house. Follow me carefully. But it was a barrier between the paralytic and Yeshua. The owner of the house was secured, but the paralytic was unsecured. The roof was a barrier in the way of this desperate man's miracle. It was the only thing that stood between him and his sins being forgiven and walking home or being carried back home on the stretcher the same way he came. We have got to rip some roofs from blocking our miracles. We have to make some people uncomfortable by ripping their roofs off to get to our miracle. For what makes them secured might just make you unsecured. Some people go to church to meet Yeshua, the Savior, and still leave the same way they came. Cold, unloving, unforgiving, miserable, and destitute when there is an open heaven above us. Do I get an amen today? Verse 5 says, Yeshua, seeing their fate, said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. How beautiful those words must have sounded to this man. They came expecting a miracle. The man's disposition did not detract from his expectation. His expectation was the manifestation of divine favor and ratification of a loving Savior who, according to Luke 4, verse 18 and 19, said, The Spirit of Yahweh is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recover 
covering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of Yahweh. My brothers and my sisters, the four stretcher bearers and the paralytic, their tearing or ripping a hole through the roof spoke eloquently of their urgent sense of need and of their faith that only Yeshua could satisfy it. Such consciousness of need and such faith are essential before the healing power of Yeshua can be applied to either body or soul. We have got to show this faith, an aggressive faith, a bold faith, a daring faith, a persevering faith. He said, thy sins be forgiven thee. Affliction had been given him for reflection. Sometimes we have to be on our beds of affliction so that we can reflect upon Yahweh's mercy, so that we can reflect on the path that we are taking. Affliction sometimes brings reflection. And he had come to realize that his own sins were responsible for his sufferings. Sometimes Yahweh allows us, oh yes, to be on our bed of affliction. It was to these sins which now weighed so heavily upon his mind that Yeshua referred. The paralytic came seeking for health of soul as well as for healing of body. He was physically helpless and spiritually hopeless until he presented his case to Yeshua who provided both help and hope. We have got to present our cases to Yahweh. We have got to present them. He says, listen to what he says. Be careful for nothing, but with prayer and supplications, make your requests made known unto Yahweh. He said, make your requests made known unto Yahweh with thanksgiving and with praise. We have got to bring them to the foot of the cross. Let's develop this story some more before we get to the end. Verse 6 says, But there were some of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like that? Who can forgive sins but Yahweh alone? These people were so self-righteous, so arrogant, and so yet still dumb and unlearned that this is the son of Yahweh who can forgive sins, who can heal sins on earth. They were so critical of the Savior that they did not recognize that Yahweh with us, God was with them in their presence, fulfilling the scriptures. These self righteous church leaders before they rejoiced to see the miracle and such faith displayed began to formulate doubts and contempt for the divine revelation of power in the savior to heal the man many people won't rejoice with you over your miracle let me say this again many people won't rejoice with you over your miracle they would rather see you in your misery in your sickness in your condition and pass you every day on the way to church and not offer a prayer for you no doubt they would have seen this man in church several times now his big day of deliverance came and they showed no empathy when you give your testimony some will be thinking in their hearts oh she again he again but Tell your testimony anyhow. Give Yahweh the glory. Give him all the praise. Rip the roof off and praise him. Give him shouts of thanksgiving and praise. And verse 11 says, Yeshua is telling this man, I tell you, arise, take up your mat and go home. Go home to your house. Yeshua not only healed him spiritually, but he healed him physically. He received the whole package. 
And verse 12 says, He arose and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them. He went out in front of the skeptics. He went out in front of the hard-hearted, cold people. He went out in front of those people who showed no joy for him, who showed no empathy for him. He walked out in front of them as if to say, in your face, Yahweh healed me. And if Yahweh healed me, who is you to criticize? So the scripture says, he arose and immediately took up the mat and went out in front of them all so that they were all amazed and glorified Yahweh saying, we never saw anything like this. The man went home whole, fully restored mind, body, and spirit. You see, my brother and my sister, it doesn't matter who is there to prevent you from getting to the master push your way through the crowd find a way around them rip some roofs off from over their heads there is an open heaven for you to shout praises to Yahweh and he's going to rain down his magnanimous choices blessings upon you there is an open heaven don't let anyone steal your joy don't let anyone prevent you from getting to the master push your way through rip some tiles off rip some rafters off rip some roofs off and seek your blessing by faith oh yes mark chapter 11 verse 23 says for verily i said to you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he said my brother this is the straight word he says yeshua is saying that if you will say to this mountain this mountain of financial problem this mountain of diabetes this mountain of cancer this mountain of family problem this mountain of children gone astray this mountain of oppression this mountain of vindictiveness if you will say to this mountain mountain in the name of yeshua be thou removed and cast into the sea and you do not doubt you will do great things you will move people out of your way you will bulldoze these people out of your way who came to be a hindrance and a stumbling block in your life move these mountains out of your way oh yes my brother and my sister and it says also in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20, and Yeshua said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you, my brother and my sister. How much clearer can it be? How much crystal clear and clarion clear can the word be yeshua is saying nothing shall be impossible unto you once you have faith so it doesn't matter if you are in the hospital on your sick bed when you look up into the roof and you look up in faith and you say yahweh i give you my problem i give you my sickness i give you my disease let me tell you something the scripture is saying unto you nothing is impossible when your family members are open pressing you taking advantage of you taking what you have been given in the will from you when the banks knock on your door to take away your land and your house when your children are being arrested and thrown into prison when you cry out to yeshua and you said father take this mountain 
take this mountain from me father and cast it into the midst of the sea he is only asking for a grain as big as a mustard seed a little tiny seed he is only asking for a little faith he is not asking for you to be strong in faith like David or strong in faith like Daniel he's asking for you to give me a little faith and you will do great exploits with that little faith today I urge you my brother and my sister to come to the master in faith bring your problems to him cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto Yahweh so if it's the spirit of strife let your request be made known unto him if it's the spirit of confusion let it be made known unto him if it's the spirit of jealousy let it be made known unto him if it's a spirit of vindictiveness let it be made known unto him and with thanksgiving he will make your prayers come through he will bring them through so rip the roof off my brother and my sister rip that roof off and don't give up don't give up oh father today i thank you for your word made plain made clear i thank you for your word made simple and potent powerful we have more power in heaven than anything known unto man and all we need to do is to have faith yes we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against dominions against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places but father you have some angels called cherubs you have some angels called seraphims you have some mighty angels oh father in heaven in your army in heaven for you are a man of war you are captain of the host of heaven's armies Yeshua Hamashiach my raids upon my raids of angels are there waiting to carry out your your instructions to fly swiftly to beat back the forces of darkness let us not doubt let us exercise faith let us show the enemy that we believe in a savior who is all-powerful who is almighty who never lost a battle let us cry out to you for faith for faith is the victory that overcomes the world faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders receive a good report so father i pray that you will strengthen our faith you will forgive us where we are faithless you will give us strength where we are weak you will give us hope where we are hopeless oh father deliver your children deliver your people we have the victory in you father in heaven and the gates of hell shall not prevail against your church so father i pray for an outpouring of your spirit i pray that you will give us faith beyond measure i pray father in heaven that you will loosen the captives from their prison houses i pray that you will break the shackles you will break the fetters oh heavenly father you would you would free your people all over the world who are held captive just give us the faith give us the faith to cry out to you father and to claim your rich and precious promises so i thank you father in the face of this covid 19 that we will reach out to you by faith and we will pray that you will send forth your holy angels to blow back the wind of COVID-19. For Father in heaven, there is nothing too hard for you to do. 
you said is there anything impossible for me to do is there anything too hard for me to do so father we put every struggle every fight we put everything into your hands today and that you will help us to rip some roofs off and by faith by faith reach out to you and lay hold of your hand of mercy i pray in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving amen If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.